Welcome to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The podcast that you're about to listen to is the lightly edited audio from a video for the Daily Summation that I put on YouTube and Rumble on the Kurt's Religion and Politics channels. If you want to check them out, you can do that there. But if you want to just go ahead and listen to the audio, which as I say, I've edited to take out a bunch of the annoying pauses and so forth, you can listen to it here. Thanks for tuning in and now on with the podcast. Until very recently, I was never involved in a lawsuit. That's never been something that I've had anything to deal with at all. So it's something that's pretty much new to me. It's kind of hard to imagine, but I am involved in one now. It is not my choice. Somebody else filed the suit, and I don't really care to get into details on that. But I wanted to point out that the point about all of this is that I'm not involved in any criminal proceedings at all. Right? These are all civil proceedings, and that's an important distinction between what happens when you're involved in a civil case, in a, in a lawsuit, and in a criminal case. Hello, this is the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I am your host. I am Kurt. It is Wednesday, the 9th of December of 2020 this morning, and I'm glad to have you aboard. If you're coming aboard on Rumble on the podcast or on YouTube, thanks for doing so. The subject of today's little video and podcast and what will be the blog post ultimately is criminal and civil. Uh, And I wanted to sort of explain some things that I think maybe some folks are not all that up on. And I don't really blame them. This is just how life works a lot of the time, right? Um, I wanted to kind of go through primary differences. And I want the very first difference that I think a lot of people don't have is that Criminal proceedings are the state versus others as a rule, right? Uh, you know, the state says that a person did something that was in, that was in breach of criminal code of some sort, whether it was trespassing or theft or or uh, unlawful discharge of a firearm or murder or whatever it happens to be. These are criminal activities, and it's the state versus whoever. And civil uh, tend to be entity to entity, so. Um, uh, I don't know if Brown versus the Board of Education was technically civil. I would think so. I would think it was a civil case, right? Because it wasn't the state versus whoever, even though the Board of Education technically probably sort of qualifies as the state. But lots of times it'll be Jones versus Smith type of cases. Now, the the thing is, in the case of uh, criminal cases, in the case of criminal trials and so forth, uh, these are uh, typically centered around the idea of proving guilt of some sort of crime and then enacting some sort of punitive or rehabilitative uh, activity as a result. In the case of civil entities going, you know, in civil court against one another, right, in, in suits, in lawsuits essentially, some of what happens is punitive in nature, but the real thing that the, those courts were designed to do was to remediate, was to was to have actions of remedy between the two parties in question. That's primarily what they were intended to do. Sometimes harm is assessed, and when the harm is assessed, um, the the entity that caused the harm may be required 
to deal with some sort of punitive action on the part of the court uh, or awarded typically by the court. It's actually typically suggested by one party and awarded by the court or something is awarded by the court as a, raw, uh, as a rule, right? So criminal then is, as I say, is a breach of law. It's where law is broken and action is taken as a result of the fact that law has been broken, where civil, civil is primarily, typically a breach of contract of some kind. It's important to note that not all contracts are physical pieces of paper or, or sheaves of paper with signatures and so forth. Sometimes, particularly these days, some of them are electronic and some of them are, are frankly, oral contracts. So that's a lot becoming a lot less of a thing in the modern day. You don't see that nearly as much, right? Um, but there's an important realization that I think a lot of people don't have also, and it is what is actually the burden of proof in either in each kind of case, right? In the case of a criminal action, the more severe the criminal action, the higher the burden of proof up and up to beyond a reasonable doubt, right? There, there at least has to be a reasonable supposition, supposition of breach of law in the lowest cases. And in the more severe cases where the, where the penalties become more severe, where the, where the punitive actions become more severe, you have to have like I say, literally beyond a reasonable doubt, and in some cases you literally have to have a uh, unanimous decision of the jury and beyond a reasonable doubt uh, in order for that case to, to happen. In my case, the thing that I'm dealing with at the moment, I may not ever see a day in court dealing with it because I literally have lawyers working in my behalf who are, who are going to do everything that they can to ensure that I'm represented and that others who, who happen to be involved in the suit are represented as a result. Right, and the uh, the same applies to the opposite opposing individuals. They have their their lawyers, and they're doing what they feel like they need to be doing in order to accomplish whatever ends that they're attempting to accomplish. I won't get into what I think about the mer merits of what's being said. I will tell you that obviously, in in my view, my even if even if I may be found to have done wrong, generally my actions will be should be considered generally meritorious, but. You know, that's the court's decision ultimately to make, and that's why the courts exist. Now, all of this is important because I think a lot of people are missing that a lot of what's going on in, in the, in the uh, elective world at this moment is civil cases that are being filed. They're not, there's nothing criminal necessarily being implied. I'm not saying no crimes have been charged or considered to be there. But I am saying generally that most people are saying, yeah, it's not really about what criminal things. This procedure wasn't followed. That law wasn't followed, maybe. But the thing is, the, the failure to follow the law or procedure is not something that anybody's trying at this point largely to, to get people jailed or otherwise punished for. Their intent is rather to show that the elections were reasonable or were not uh, based on what can be shown according to their compliance with law and regulations and rules and so forth, right? Even though they involve the law, which, by the way, contract law is law, right? Even though they involve the law, they do not involve criminal proceedings as a rule, though. And this is largely true for a lot of the things that you're hearing that people are putting out there. Now, what's important about that, one important thing about that, is if something is civil, the, the level of proof that's required, 
I think everybody remembers, and I'm not going to say how I feel one way or another about this, but I think everybody remembers the O.J. Simpson criminal case. Uh, I think they do, and I think that most of them will, will recognize that maybe he was guilty, maybe he wasn't, but he certainly wasn't taken to task for what happened, regardless of his guilt or innocence, right? And my, my point on that, in part, is to say that the burden of proof was a great, uh, was a high burden, it was a high bar, right? Uh, comparatively, though, he was found civilly liable for certain things that happened. And again, the reason for that is that the burden of proof is not nearly so high on those things. So <clears throat> the same thing applies to a lot of these civil cases. A lot of people are forgetting that a criminal case requires a high burden of proof, but a civil case doesn't necessarily require that. It just, show, it just requires, in many instances, that you show bad faith. It doesn't really require much more. It requires that contract of some sort is breached. It requires that law contract law of some sort is breached. It requires that laws are breached, but not necessarily in a fraudulent fashion. Right? And this is something that I think a lot of people are missing, that they're not taking into consideration when they say the various things that they say, for example, about the election lawsuits that are in place. Now, there's an additional problem that I see, and it is that the, the lawsuits that are being considered are, are very unpopular, right? From, from, not from everybody, but from certain groups of people, they're very unpopular. They're not popular. And that's a problem. That's a problem for a lot of folks, because they're looking at this and going, am I really willing to uh, involve myself and be the one who says that this is right for something that's not at all popular? That's a problem. And the problem is that the, the judges and the various others who are involved in these various lawsuits need to be looking at them not from a perspective of whether or not they're going to be popular, but from a perspective of whether or not they're legally doing the right thing. And this is why there are certain ethical bodies involved in the legal profession, right, the Bar Association and various others, such that a person can be disbarred if they choose to take action that is in contradiction with what, the, what they're sort of sworn to do as lawyers. Right, those those bodies exist because it is possible for you to act in ways that are incorrect when you're dealing with some sort of legal thing. Now, that's important to realize and important to remember. Right? Um, okay, I'm running out of time here, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I hope you've kind of thought about or are thinking about this a little now, and maybe considering the idea between civil and criminal proceedings. And uh, hopefully uh, you're, go you're doing well right now. It is the middle of the week, so hopefully you're good in that regard. And hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. The speaker on this edition of The Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This video was recorded on Wednesday, the 9th of December of 2020. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's religion and politics. Thanks for watching this edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I hope you found it entertaining or instructional or maybe both. Uh, if you want to see more from me, you can go to blogs.kpshubert.com. That's blogs.kpshubert.com. I am on Twitter, Parlor, and Minds.com. My handle on each of those is at KP Schubert. That's at K-P-S-H-U-B-E-R-T. I have a Rumble and a YouTube channel. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble and YouTube. 
of a Facebook page. The Facebook page is Kurt's Religion and Politics as well. I have I am on Patreon. If you want to support me, that's one of the better places you can do that. And you will find me at Kurt's Religion and Politics on Patreon. I have a podcast. The podcast is podcasts with a with an S dot kpshubert.com. That's podcasts dot kpshubert.com. I think you should be able to find me with relative ease on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify as well. The best way I find to do that is to look for Kurt's Religion and Politics. You can try to use the Daily Summation. I find that it doesn't work as well as a general rule, but you can always try that. I'm glad to have you aboard today, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. You've just been listening to the Daily Summation podcast from Kurt's Religion and Politics. As I say at the intro, this is a uh, lightly edited audio from a video that I put on YouTube and Rumble that you can check out there. Uh, And I take out the pauses and so forth here, and it's basically the same content, except that you don't obviously get the video. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed what you've heard. Let me know if you have any comments or whatever that you might want for me to, to get. Thanks for listening, and by all means, come back again tomorrow, and you'll almost certainly get another one of the Daily Summation podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye.